The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Now back to On the Block with Strick and Austin on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome, welcome, welcome back On the Block. It is Friday. Thank you for joining us here on the Block 93.7 The Ticket and ticketfm.com. Austin Orman, Eastrick here. I am remote today. Going to be flying out to meet with family, but Austin is there in the studio, you can always go by 11th and O, 1040 O Street. Shout out to uh, us through the window. Say hello. All of that good stuff. We hope that you have a wonderful weekend as well. Listen, we're going to get into a, a topic. Nebraska Athletics right now, the programs, what is their Christmas list? Uh, do they want to be naughty? Do they want to be nice? Santa is on his sleigh, headed from the North Pole. He's going to cross in another day or two over Nebraska right over Lincoln, right over Memorial Stadium. He's dropping gifts off. What if he decides to drop gifts off Austin? What would he be looking for for the specific programs? We're going to start with the football team. What would be the greatest gift that you think that the football team would want when Santa crosses over Memorial Stadium and begins going into uh, South Stadium where they're doing renovations and just kind of <laughs> walking around, looking around, taking, uh, taking a little inventory on whether or not Nebraska is going to be on point or not? Well, I'm sure all of these programs would take a national championship, so I'm not going to put that on the list, even though I think that's that's obvious. I think the the athletic department would take you know a, a deposit of 450 million dollars for the the renovations and everything. But in terms of the football team itself, if I'm Nebraska, if I'm Santa, I, I'm giving them a portal running back. They have uh, Dante Dowdle who's visiting from Oregon. He's got that scheduled. But I think Stricker running back is really the next missing piece here. I know that Nebraska still wants a, a wide receiver. I know a linebacker would be nice, even more offensive line help. But I think given the quarterbacks Nebraska brought in in this recruiting class and Dylan Raiola and Daniel Kalen, I would put my money on Raiola starting at this point. I know Heinrich Harburg is still in the quarterback room as of now, and I think he stays there you know, for a while given the, the state of the room. But the money's on Dylan Raiola to start. Can he move? Yes. Do you build a quarterback run game around him? Absolutely not. I think the offensive line is in a pretty good spot right now. Again, it can always get better. It can always improve. But it's in a good enough spot that I, I don't think you know a, a portal offensive lineman moves the needle tremendously. Um, wide receivers, we know the guys Nebraska brought in, the guys that they have, the guys they may or may not get back from, from injury. So I think a true you know, kind of workhorse running back that, that one, a to pair with Emmett Johnson's one B um, we'll see if Gabe Irvin comes back healthy, what Quentin Ives can be. But for me, Strick dropping off a, a portal running back 
is a great way to, you know, improve this run game because it's a guy Nebraska can depend on and rely on. It doesn't have to, you know, jerry-rig a run game. It can just be as simple as turn, hand the ball to this guy, average four and a half yards a carry or more, and there's our run game. Yeah, I, I think you're you're probably right. And and the reason I would look at the run game as well is because of the fact that it's it's something that wasn't always consistent. Mm-hmm. But we know what a consistent run game could do for the Huskers. Uh, just just look at the ones that had great success. Ohio State is with as good at how their their passing game was. Their run game was still pretty solid. Mm-hmm. But you you look at the statistics for Nebraska. And when I run them off to you, you're looking at their rushing game. Your best rusher should never and should not be your quarterback. So you're talking about 2,000 yards in total from them. Your best rusher averaged 477 yards. I think you want somebody who has the ability to double that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the carries need to be at 170 and between 170 and 200 between that guy. And even if you want to throw – uh, uh, Anthony Grant or not Anthony Grant, but Emmett Johnson in there, <laughs> get him another hundred or so carries. I'm, I'm okay with that. I think you want their carries to be in that 300 range, but that, that means that your linemen got to be moving. They got to <laughs> be moving the pile. They've got to be moving, you know, the trenches. That, that's one of the things that's going to happen. Um, but I think a big bruising running back that, Oh, that can power into in between the tackles that <laughs> can, um, one is a one cut guy. I'm looking for a one cut guy, not a guy that's trying to get sideline to sideline, Somebody who has great vision, uh, sees a hole, hits a hole, and can get up in there and get you five, you know, four or five yards a pop. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what you're you're hoping for. So you want to double that number. You want your best running back to have that, you know, between seven fifty and nine hundred yards. And then, mm-hmm. you know, if you want to throw in an extra couple yard, a uh, couple hundred, two, three, four hundred for the next guy, I'm okay with that. I think. Part of that two strike is you say between 170 and 200 carries, which I I like those numbers. Some fans might be saying that's a lot of carries. How do you get there? Well, you don't turn the ball over, which is why for a yeah. stocking stuffer, you give Nebraska either you know a jar of stickum or new gloves. Because if you turn the ball over, there's not going to be enough snaps to hit that number. But if you're able to hold on to the ball, rush it for at least four four and a half yards per carry, there will be those snaps to go around to hit those benchmarks. Absolutely, and, and then you make another point. The other point to that is this: if you're, you got to remember, you're punting a lot, you're three and outs a lot, like mm-hmm. you just said. Not even just the turnovers, but you're three and outs a lot. That means your numbers aren't good and enough to get there as well. But if you're moving chains, that means you're giving your your kicker a chance to get get points on the board, mm-hmm. or you're getting in the red zone and you're giving yourself a chance to score. Most importantly, if your defense remains as solid as it is. That means at the end of games, even if the score is 20, you know, 24, 28 to 17, that means you're rushing the ball and moving the ball to be able to keep the clock running. So mm-hmm. that's where you are able to get there also. Yeah, good stuff. Anything else to add to that? Uh, I think in terms of a one cut back, I would even take like a Divina Zigbo type of guy, Nebraska's last thousand yard rusher. That's kind of the prototype I have in mind right now. Okay, sounds good, sounds good. Let's move over to men's basketball. Men's basketball right now, off to a great start, 10 and 2, uh, 11 and 2, 2 record right now. And they, they, they well, 10 and 2, hopefully 11 and 2 <laughs> when they face South, uh, South Dakota. I don't want to just South throw Carolina the State, yeah. Of South Carolina State, mm-hmm. well, just because of what just happened with North, <laughs> North Dakota, I don't want to just throw it in the, 
in the pile is a win. But as you're looking at this team missing rink mass, you can tell there's a difference in how they operate without rink mass. Um, I love the fact that Josiah Alec understood the mismatch that he had, and then he began to take advantage of that, getting down to a spot, using his physicality and just dropping off jump hooks. That's not always going to be the case. But you didn't see Tamanaga as he was in Big 8. You didn't see Bryce Williams, but you saw some other people begin to step up. So if you're Santa Claus and you're Fred Hoiberg and staff over there, what are you looking for on the Christmas list? To me, the first thing that comes to mind is rink mast healthy by Big Ten play. When you open up against Indiana, have your, you know, maybe second or third team all-conference caliber big man back in the lineup. Rink mast is putting up numbers. He's scoring well, he's rebounding well, and his passing is picked up over the... Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. These last few games, once Nebraska, you know, really got its energy back on the offensive end, that to me, I think, is the first gift. If you could airdrop a, a 40% three-point shooter into the lineup, if you could airdrop, you know, another perimeter stopper or a, you know, a rim protector, one of those two things would be great. But I still think there's enough on Nebraska's team that a healthy rink mast gives Nebraska the opportunity to reach all its goals. I think on the text line, uh, we had something from Willie. Yes, Willie says a trip to the Sweet 16. That would be incredible. That would mean this program gets you know two wins in the same NCAA tournament for the first time ever, gets an NCAA tournament win for the first time ever. So yes, a trip to the Sweet 16 would be great. How do you get there? I think it's by having a healthy rink mast open and available for you to win at least half of your Big Ten games, if not more, moving forward. Being that time is of the essence, we're not gonna. I'm not gonna dig too deep in that. I would have to agree with you. Uh, if I do have a disagreement, then I'll let it be known. But at this time, let's go to the women's basketball program. Women's basketball program overall last year, 18 and 15, two games uh, under 500 in conference. Off to a great start this year. Only three losses as they prepare to go into Big Ten play. What do you uh, like for Santa to drop off into there under their Christmas tree? To me, Strick, it's an NCAA tournament berth, which again, I know sounds kind of simple and reductionist, but this is a team that made it two years ago, slid back to the pack a little bit last year, had the NIT appearance. I think this is a team that has the talent and the ability to get back to the NCAA tournament. They've just got to find a way to to piece it together. So maybe the, the better way for me to phrase this would be another gear, right? You think about a car that can shift into multiple gears Give Nebraska women's basketball an extra gear, whether that's on offense or defense. I don't think it matters. This is a solid team. It's a good team, but there's got to be something in this program that flips them from a pretty good team to a good team, from a good team to a great team. Maybe that's health for Allison Widener, who's out for the year again, which is unfortunate. Uh, Maybe it's better shooting or more consistent defense. They just went down to uh, Lawrence, Kansas and got beat up by Kansas. So this is a program that needs to find a way to take that next step. So I just think another gear would go a long way for this Husker women's basketball team. Uh, I, I like that. I like that, you know, that the prospect of just going another, uh, catching another gear. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If you have a five speed, but your car is really a six speed, just really get into that six speed 
catching uh you know uh the cruise control and just mm-hmm. putting it in motion and getting there I, I i like that um let's look at uh volleyball obviously there's not much more you can ask for volleyball two losses <laughs> on the year uh two tough losses on the year one to their nemesis in wisconsin and then in the in the championship game against texas but um what more could you ask for <laughs> to uh, a young team outside of uh, a championship i just think just uh continuing to grow but mm-hmm. what, what do you think uh, as far as that team is concerned? Yeah, I think just more time to practice passing. We know how good they are. You know, Bergen Riley was great. We know Lexi Rodriguez and Laney Choboy were great defensively. We know what the hitters can do with swinging, but we saw that first touch off of serves come back to bite Nebraska. So either, you know, time to practice serving where Nebraska can be as lethal from the service line as Texas was, as Wisconsin was at points. But barring that, I would say just time to practice passing. Get that good first touch, be able to get into the flow of your offense well, and that negates a lot of the problems Nebraska had against Texas. Uh, We'll go over to baseball now. What do we want Senator to drop off for the baseball team as they're preparing really soon in spring to be able to get get launched off? I say for me, getting off to a good start. I think the Mm -hmm. start that they had last year after winning uh, a Big Big Ten uh, championship, getting off to a good start. They started 0-3, bad losses against San Diego, out in San Diego, and it just kind of seemed to snowball. It gets, gets a couple of wins, but then you had these bad midweek losses mm-hmm. to like Omaha and, you know, and then I think Creighton. Those losses can always come back to bite you, and you're hoping to get a sweep out of Nichols, but you don't on that one. Get one game canceled and, and then end up losing one of those games. These are games you, that you want to win. I think – for me, just winning the games you're supposed to win and fighting in the games that are maybe going to give you a trouble a little bit. I really like that. I think something that would go a long way to helping that is the emergence of Drew Christo, uh, a guy who's out of Elkhorn that has a fastball that touches mid to upper 90s, uh, wipeout slider as well. But Strick, he's a guy that hasn't been able to put it all together. If he's throwing the ball hard and over the strike zone, it's over the middle of the plate. But he's been pretty wild, hasn't always had the best control. Drew Christo was very highly touted, had a chance to go play professional baseball out of high school, but chooses to come to uh, Lincoln to play for for Coach Bolt in this program. I think it goes a long way for this baseball team if Drew Christo is able to finally put it all together, whether he becomes a, a you know Friday, Saturday, Sunday caliber of pitcher, which I think would be huge. But even if he can lock down that midweek starting spot, whether that's a Tuesday or a Wednesday game, if you can depend on Drew Christo to give you five-plus solid innings where he's not walking, guys, I think that's huge. That answers a lot of questions I have for this team. I think the offense will come along, but I think a lot of Husker baseball fans have been waiting and waiting on the Elkhorn product to put it all together. What better time than this year? Yeah, and and I agree with you. And, and as crazy as this may sound, is, is if we move over to the softball, 36 and 22 record on last year, 13 and 10 in conference. I think you can say it's a little bit of the same in in those midweek games. I Mm -hmm. think they've got to be better there. It just seems like they always would come up a little bit short. Now their schedule wasn't easy by no means, but now with the additions that they've, they've brought to this team, what are some of your expectations about where you would hope this program to go from here? To me, Strick, the, the Christmas gift that I would give would be a women's college world series appearance. I think this team, you know, is really solid across the board offensively, played some good defense last year, and they add the best pitcher in the country to their rotation in Jordy Ball. 
it's hard to say that for a, a team that you know has been a pretty consistent NCAA tournament qualifier that's found it hard to take that next step, that it's Women's College World Series or bust down in Oklahoma City. But it kind of feels like it, right? You have two years with Jordy Ball at this point. You have to find a way to make it to that final eight. And I think Nebraska you know, at least has the outlines of a team that can do it. So if Santa's dropping a, a Christmas present off at Bolin, I'm saying it's, it's a Women's College World Series appearance. Whether that means you host a, a regional and a super regional, I don't know. But, but find a way to win your regional, uh, win two out of three in your super, go down to Oklahoma City. I do have to shout out the, uh, the voice of Husker softball. Nate Rohr uh, on Twitter said what he would airdrop to, to Bolin Stadium. More seating. Right, the Jordy Ball experience in full effect. So get some more bleachers uh, out to Bowling Stadium, Santa, so we uh, can have more people watching the Jordy Ball show. There it is. Um, we're gonna we're gonna take a quick break. We'll 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 start the conversation. I think we may carry it over into the three o'clock hour. We're gonna talk a little bit about the ramifications in the situation that's going on. There's conflict. There's some infighting in the ACC. We saw the downfall of the Pac-12. They didn't seem to get it right. Now we've got some infighting between the ACC. What's going to happen and who's going to emerge victor out of that? Florida State and the ACC are now suing each other with claims. We're going to talk about that when we come back, and we'll touch it also in the 3 o'clock hour. We'll be right back on the block, 93.7 The Ticket. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hand off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durban Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.